Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on where you are in the world. We're so glad that you've joined us today, and welcome to the Classroom 2.0 live session. I'm Kim Case, and I'm pleased to co-host today with Peggy George and Lorna Costantini. And today we're going to be talking about the buzz about Learn Central with our very special guest, Steve Hargadon. Each week at this same time, we gather to discuss the technology tools and issues. Our broadcast consists of a one-hour session that is recorded. The link to the full video, audio recording, and chat log will be posted to our Classroom 2.0 Live site at live.classroom2.0.com. The topic each week is posted on the Classroom 2.0 Live site so that you can be prepared with links, ideas, and tools that you'd like to share and a newbie question of the week that's pre-announced so that you can bring possible answers and solutions to share with everybody. Before we begin, I'd like to review some of the features that we will be using today in Illuminate. During today's sessions, we'll be asking poll questions. To cast your vote, you'll be using the check mark and the red X at the top window in the menu. You won't click or mark anything on the whiteboard or on the slides at that time. Below the participant window is a hand with a green arrow on it. And if you'd like to ask a question or share something, please raise your hand and you'll be given the ability to use the microphone to speak. Next to the hand with the green arrow are two emoticons, the applause symbol, and a thumbs down symbol. And in the far right is a blue door. If you need to step away from your computer, please click on that blue door, and they will know that you're not available at that time. Below those symbols is the chat window. If you'd like us to send a message to the room, you would type your message and then click the Send button. To send a message to the entire room, you would make sure the words, this room is visible. And if you wanted to send a message to a specific person or the moderators, you would use the drop-down arrow to make your selection and then click Send. Moderators are able to see all private messages throughout the session, so keep that in mind when sending messages. In the bottom left is the button to activate your microphone. You will click on the mic button to begin speaking, and be sure to click the mic button when you're finished speaking to deactivate your microphone. If you would like to share something in today's session, make sure that it's best to use a headset um, to prevent any feedback. So you might want to plug one in or get one available if you're going to speak and share something in today's session. You can also check your mic uh, by going up to Tools to Audio and going through the Audio Setup Wizard to make sure that your microphone and your speaker settings are correct. If you cannot see the chat whiteboard or you'd like to resize the different windows, you can change the session layout. You would click on View in the top menu. The layout may be locked, and so you may need to click on the Layout Locked option to unlock this feature. You can then select the desired layout as shown on the right, or drag out each of the individual windows to resize them to fit your screen or your preferences. We also offer closed captioning features today provided by Tammy. Um, if you have friends that 
are hearing impaired, they can join our session by clicking on the blue CC icon in the session. Then they'll be able to see the closed captioning text that Tammy is typing. Um, and they'll be able to participate in our session right along with the rest of us. So please share that with your colleagues or friends that are hearing impaired and let them know about that so they can join us as well. And thank you, Tammy, for providing this great service for us, and we really appreciate it. In a moment, we'll be doing some uh, introductions and location on the world map. And we will be using the laser pointer tool. And the laser pointer is the blue wand with the red starburst at the end. So on the world map, if you could please click on the laser pointer tool and then click and place your starburst on the world map to show your location in the world. You may need to drag the little starburst over to the right a bit. Sometimes it tends to uh, go to the left. So if you could do that, and I'm seeing lots of places um, throughout North America, Europe, the United Kingdom and Spain, that's great. A lot of people in the southern United States and northeastern. And looks like we have also some people down in South America. And we're so glad that you have joined us today. Wherever you are in the world and whatever time zone it is in the world, wherever you're located, we're so grateful that you have taken time to join us today. And it's so great to see so many of the different continents represented. So now let's go ahead and go on to our polling questions. And the first polling question is, have you explored or joined the new Learn Central community or network? If you have, would you please click on the green check at the very top? And if you haven't done so yet or you're, not, or you're not familiar with the Learn Central community or network, then please click the red X. If you have clicked uh, join the uh, community, please click the green check. And then I will post the results. I'll give you a few more seconds to ring in. Um, if you have joined, And it looks like about 39% of the groups have not yet of yet joined, and about 36% of the group have joined. So it's about an even percentage. And I think by the end of the show, um, once you hear all the great features that are available, I think that that percentage will definitely increase, Steve, um, and there will be some, a huge increase to the network, of the Learn Central network. Okay, now let's go ahead and go on to the, I'm going to clear that and go on to the next polling question, which is, have you ever used Illuminate to host a group meeting? If you have, click on the green check up in the very top menu bar. And if you've not ever used uh, Illuminate to host a, a group meeting, click the green, the red X. And we ask that question because you'll find out how 
in a little bit how Learn Central and Illuminate are connected. So it's just a little bit of a teaser, and Steve will explain that a bit more in a bit. But if you have ever used Illuminate to host a group meeting, please click the green check. And if you have not, click the red X, and I'll get those results. Oh, my mistake. We need to vote again. I clicked the wrong thing. I apologize. Could everybody please vote again? If you have ever used Illuminate to host a group meeting, please click your green check again. I apologize. And if you have not, click the red X so I can get those results. That was my mistake. If everybody could please vote again, I would appreciate it and I apologize. We're on the same question. I clicked the wrong thing. If you have ever used Illuminate to host a group meeting, please click the green check. And if you have not, click the red X, and I'll get those results. And about 70% have not, and about 17% have. And so we're going to find out how these are related, Learn Center and Illuminate, in just a bit. So I'm going to go ahead and go on now to the next polling question and clear those. And would you be interested in hosting your own group meetings on Illuminate through Learn Central? If you're interested in doing that, please click the green check. And that's a bit more information and of how Illuminate is related to Learn Central. If you're interested in doing that, please click the green check. If you're not sure or uh, you're not interested in doing that, you can click the red X. And I'll get those results. If you're interested, click the green check. If you're not at this time, or maybe later you might be, but for now you're not, click the red X, and I'll get those results. And about 11% are not, and an overwhelming majority, 65% are. So Steve, that's great. That's a good uh, founding majority that are interested. And Steve's going to tell us a bit more in a bit about how these two items are related. So if you're not familiar, you're in for a treat. Okay, so now I'm going to pass the microphone over um, as we talk about the newbie question, what is Learn Central and how can I get involved? Lorna or Peggy? Or Steve? Good morning. You want me to Thanks go ahead? <laughs> I, think Steve, I think Steve should go ahead, but you know, it's great to have an introduction. Okay. Go right okay, ahead, go whoever. Ahead. So Learn Central is a social networking effort. Um, being create a free social networking uh, effort for educators being created by Illuminate. I'm going to make Gaylene uh, Nelson, who's in the chat, a moderator, because I invited Gaylene to, to be on the show this morning and figured she was just too busy to be here, but she's here, so I'm going to put her on the spot. Um, Gaylene, feel free to, to chime in at any point in time. But um, we're going to talk about this today in depth, but essentially Learn Central is Illuminate's um, uh, attempt to build a, a social networking tool that will really make a difference for educators. And you can get involved by listening today and by joining uh, Learn Central at http colon forward slash forward slash www.learncentral.org. And I'll put that in the chat. You want me to keep going? 
Okay. I'm not hearing Kim, so I'm thinking you want me to just keep going. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to go right ahead and continue. So, Stephen Galen, go ahead and take it away. Okay. Hey, thanks, everybody, for being here. This is exciting for me, um, very exciting for me. Peggy put in um, the chat that uh, she likes my definition of Learn Centers, the confluence of social networking and online meetings. And I think it is. And, and those of you who know me from um, my Ning days will know that, that I get passionate about the use of particular tools and then I approach companies about providing them for free to educators. Uh, in this case, um, you know, Illuminate actually came to me and said, uh, this is something we're interested in doing. Uh, we've, we've assembled the team. Would you be willing to be a part of it? And I got very excited about it and hope that after the end of today you'll be excited too. Uh, Gaylene is the uh, technical lead on the program. Uh, she comes from Yahoo for Teachers. Gaylene, do you want to introduce yourself quickly? Not sure if you have a mic, Gaylene. Okay, so I'll keep plowing away and Gaylene, when you're when you're ready, just ping me and let me know. Okay, so what is a social network? And I you know, I think we're all very used to um, I think we're all very used to um, uh, Facebook and MySpace. It, it was interesting to me in thinking about this. You know, MySpace really was the example uh, that most people knew until about nine months ago. And I'm kind of intrigued because I just took my, you know, I have a presentation I normally do and I, I've just taken my MySpace slide out because really it's Facebook now. And, and Facebook, you know, for many of us defines social networking. And especially if we've not thought about social networking in education, it's almost kind of hard to think about how social networking would apply in education when we think about Facebook and MySpace. So, you know, what is a social network? And a social network, although we, we think of them now as being something online, you know, social network is really um, just a community within which we have connections. Um, Rick Rudin, who is uh, within Illuminate and also plays a large role in, in Learn Central, uh, likes to, to use this definition from a Professor Barnes in the 1950s, where a social network was an association of 100 to 150 people drawn together by family, work, or hobby. Um, you know, I think that's kind of interesting to think about because, especially within the context of education, being drawn together around our passion for uh, teaching and learning, it makes a lot of sense. So online social networks, uh, if we think about what they do, they provide a virtual community for people of like interest to communicate. Um, they provide two-way communications tools. They're used to augment face-to-face -face or augment or replace face-to-face -face interactions. They typically tend to be participative and not passive, and the content is generated by users. So that's a very technical definition, but when we really think about what social networking is for me, I like to say that it's the aggregation of these web tools that previously were disconnected, but when put together, create an opportunity to very quickly become a part of a conversation or a community. And that when we saw MySpace kind of take off, um, it, was, it was somewhat stunning in, in popularity and, and now with Facebook. And if you recall, 
you know, prior to MySpace and Facebook and maybe Classroom 2.0, the compelling call to educators was to start a blog. You know, uh, this is this is how you get involved in um, the kind of professional personal learning network or professional development electronically or online. Is to start a blog. Excuse me, I'm going to clear my throat. Well, the problem with starting a blog was that was a lot of work. You know, to start, to, to learn the software, to find a host provider, to post it up, and then to blog for, you know, sometimes months, maybe even longer before developing a community. That was asking a lot of educators. And I think kind of the magic of Ning and Classroom 2.0 and social networking was that you could within three or four minutes have joined a community and participate. And I mean it's kind of interesting to look back two years to when Classroom 2.0 started. And I'm actually going to um, I'm going to draw your attention to something, which is I'm going to do a an app share here and let you see my screen. But I remember when uh, we hit four or five hundred members at Classroom 2.0, and it was a big deal. I mean, we were so excited. When we hit a thousand members, I remember somewhere around there, I remember Will Richardson coming into Classroom 2.0 and saying, I don't know anybody in here. And Will had been one of the really preeminent bloggers. And I think part of the difficulty was the blogging kept the community, well, part of the beauty and the difficulty of blogging was that it kept the community fairly small. And we're about to hit 25,000 members at Classroom 2.0. And I'm intrigued by that for a couple of reasons. One is it's changed the nature of Classroom 2.0. It's different, has a different feel now with that many members. Um, and it seems way, it seems like a ton of people given that we were celebrating 500 members and thought that was a big deal. But I think the scope here, and I think part of what Classroom 2.0 has helped us to see, is that this, that this is the potential to involve tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of educators. And this is really a significant uh, thing. I mean, if you look at what takes place in Classroom 2.0 and you compare it with the MySpace example, the form and function are relatively similar. But there's a dramatic difference in the content and the kinds of things that go on. And so this, to me, is sort of amazing to watch um, how we've, we've, we've looked at social networking in a different light. And we see the pedagogical um, value in the tools that have been aggregated into a social network. So uh, remind me at the end, we're going to throw a little bit of a party. Classroom 2.0 should hit 25,000 within a day or two. Um, Next Saturday night after EduBloggerCon, Wikispaces is throwing a party, um, both for them and for us. Uh, and we're going to do a virtual party at the same time. And it'll be fun to, to figure out. So the, those of you who aren't going to NECC, don't worry. There's going to be a virtual party uh, a week from tonight uh, that you can be involved in. Okay, so I'm going to shift back to my slides. Taking the screen just a second to update here. Okay, so why is social networking important? And uh, you know, I like to make the case that um, that if we look at the tools separately and we think about them from an educational context, they have a huge value. Uh, you know, the profile page 
is uh, becomes a sort of a personal portfolio. It's the it's the hub of your personal learning network. Um, it shows the contributions that you've made. It shows the conversations you're following. It can show the material that you've uploaded, both for social networking as professional development and social networking in the classroom. The profile page actually serves this wonderful purpose of being an online portfolio or or um, you know almost sort of a resume for, on a professional level. The forums are great discussion areas, and especially threaded forum discussions provide a unique opportunity to contribute. It was very interesting to watch the transition from blogging to uh, social networking because it felt to me like the conversation became more collaborative. You know, you know blogging is very Web 2.0, but I'm not sure it's it's necessarily as collaborative an environment as social networking has been. And there were sort of strident voices often in the blogging community that I don't feel like I hear as much in social networking. And I feel like it's much more helpful. And you can contribute one sentence or one thought and be a participant without having to you know, com compose a whole blog post. Uh, photo, video, and audio uploading, content repositories, art classes, uploading remixed videos, original videos, Photographs, you know, tremendous opportunity for the aggregation of content um, with with the that that aspect of social networking. Uh, the directory, you know, friending. Friending has this terrible connotation in regular social networks, but within the context of education, building a personal learning network or a network of colleagues um, becomes wonderful, especially if you can somehow tie that network to the kind of content you see, which I, I think you'll see we're trying to do in Learn Central. So that as you establish those friendships or colleague relationships, you're actually helping to define the kind of content you want to see. So that if that if a colleague posts some content that you could use, it shows up for you. And of course, groups becoming learning teams, becoming ways of connecting and communicating. So uh, I, you know, I hope that I'm making the case a little bit that social networking, uh, seen within the context of education really becomes this powerful tool. And I like to use the uh, imagery of building materials. You know, the building material social networking is a, is a set of building materials. And the first buildings that were built, MySpace and Facebook, were were not educational and we didn't realize that just because the had someone had built a casino that we could also build a school with the same materials. And I and I think that we're actually configuring that out and it is changing. So um, if you take social networking, which is uh, essentially asynchronous communication, it's not communicating necessarily in real time. And that's part of the beauty of it is I can contribute something at 5 in the morning, and you can contribute at 5 in the evening, or a week later, or a discussion that's three months old can, can resurface. If you take that asynchronous social networking, and you add to it the synchronous component, what we're doing right now, this ability to actually see each other and work together. And I'm going to turn on my webcam um, because you'll you'll get you know, you know sort of an additional feel for the the power of this um, kind of an environment. But if you take those two and you add them together, we hope that's what Learn Central becomes a, a platform that's a combination of both the social networking and the um, Illuminate or real-time uh, teaching and learning. And so here you get to see me in my in my office, and I'll leave that on just for a couple of minutes. I won't leave it on the whole time, but it's kind of fun to see how immediate uh, the environment becomes when you have video. Okay, so 
learned, I like to call, uh, what I'm about to talk about, I like to call the LC3. And, and I need to give credit where credit is due. This came from the Learn Central Pioneers meeting. One of the things we're really trying to do is to, is to make Learn Central a tool that you help us to build and shape. So uh, we've tried to identify sort of the three big things about Learn Central that you would want to know and that, that are compelling about it. So we call them the Learn Central 3 or the LC3. So the first is that it has Illuminate baked in. And this was sort of the deal clincher for me um, when, when Illuminate pitched to me coming to, to work for them, which was that the, the resources of Illuminate within Learn Central are free. Because uh, we know that uh, there are a lot of people who aren't going to have an organization behind them uh, that can afford to buy Learn Central. Um, and especially for the kind of applications that we're thinking about. And we wanted to make sure that uh, this was available to everybody uh, and that it really uh, would, would be historic in nature, that we would be op sort of opening the, the doors to something significant. So when you sign up for Learn Central, you get a free uh, automatic view room. Uh, Illuminate already had the view room program, which is a, this environment that allows you to go up to three people, everything you're seeing except the recording capability. So that's not actually new. But by provisioning it for each new user who comes into Learn Central, it, cut, it makes it automatic. And I'm going to turn my video off. You've seen enough of me. But I'm actually going to turn my app sharing back on so that you can see. Well, actually, you see a little picture here. Uh, and we get to the, the tour. I'll show you what this means. But uh, I'm on my home page at Learn Central in this photograph there. And right below me are three quick links to go right into a view room. So if I find somebody who's got a similar curricular interest to me and we create a relationship on Learn Central, I can actually ping them and say, hey, do you want to meet in Illuminate? And right from Learn Central, you can go into an Illuminate meeting. So that's really fun. And I think it, it's taking something that's existing and makes it a, a little bit better. Uh, if you didn't see the video quality great, it may have been that you had the setting on the low setting. And I'll turn that back on so you can see. But part of what Illuminate does very well is to make sure that users with low bandwidth don't get left behind. And so if you um, look underneath my picture, you'll see some uh, a drop-down box. And if it was in gray colors, it probably um, relates to what speed you said you were coming in on. But if you go to fine color, you should see a better image of me that way. I'll leave that up so you can play around with that a little. So, but the second piece of this, the Illuminate baked in, the second part of this is that, um, uh, oh, I'm not getting ahead of myself. Okay, so you've got, you've got the view rooms there. You can work together live. You can connect with another colleague. Um, uh, we had one person who left on my wall comments in Learn Central that she had actually connected with an administrator and then gone through an actual administrative meeting in uh, Illuminate. It also means that a class could bring in another class from somewhere around the world. So a teacher connecting with another teacher, those classrooms could actually then, they could, the teachers could go into Learn Central and immediately connect those classrooms. Um, and then really fun is that it provides for the opportunity to bring in guest, guest speakers. Um, and I think this is sort of the, you know, one of the great kind of hidden bonus features here is that, um, you know, part of what we're seeing as educators can identify specialty areas and can connect with each other based on specialties. Um, is the ability to actually kind of work around passionate interests. And that, that you know, Jim Bigley in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, whose specialty is the Civil War, will gladly come into your classroom and talk about the Civil War. And, you know, and it, you know, obviously you can do that in Skype. 
but the idea that you can do this all in one environment, find the specialist, connect with them, put it in a calendar with them, and then actually have them come into your classroom, you know, I think is magic. Uh, Peggy says, great example of bringing guest speakers what we do each week. Yes, and we're going to get to that. Okay, so that so those are great. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm getting on my soapbox, and you're probably seeing me getting a little animated. There's a real wow factor here too, which is Illuminate has agreed to allow the use of the unlimited of, of an unlimited Illuminate room for the scheduling of live public events. So events have to be education oriented. They have to be public. I mean, they they have to be free to the public, uh, and they have to be recordable so that they can go into a, a content repository. But given those three uh, constraints, or, or, or um, yeah, they are constraints, but I think they're they're good ones. Um, you could do exactly what we're doing here in uh, Classroom 2.0 Live. You could start your own interview series. This week, I did a, a Future of Education uh, show on the future of librarians, and they were so excited about holding a monthly meeting around Web 2.0 for librarians. Uh, if you want to hold a Northern California Web 2.0 group, you could do it. If you wanted to do uh, Latin teachers in North America, you can do it. If you want to gather together biology teachers, you can do it. Um, we're, uh, this is so exciting to me that the platform becomes open for this kind of an event to take place on a regular basis. Now, I'm going to have to be hand-holding a lot of these efforts at the beginning because we're going to have to figure out how to train you to do it and how to help you to schedule in the schedule and, and make sure that we have room for everybody and that we're publicizing well. So there's going to be a lot of hand-holding for me. But uh, you know, long-term, the goal here is to automate this in a way that, uh, that really you could tune in to Learn Central and, and find great content being held by passionate educators. Okay, so professional development, worldwide meetups, collaborative projects, virtual conferences, interest groups. Um, I have a skin condition called vitiligo, which means that I, I lose pigment in my skin. And for those who have vitiligo who, who are dark-skinned, very debilitating. So I actually started a social network for people with vitiligo, and we held our first live online worldwide conference uh, using this technology. And it was stunning in terms of um, how people responded and in sort of the view of what this can do potentially for people who care about something. Um, and again, you know, that, that may feel like a little bit of a stretch from education, but in many ways it is education. And it's the kind of thing that we're hoping, uh, one example of the kind of thing that we're hoping we'll see take place. Okay, so I'm moving on because I'm low on time. Okay, so uh, Learn Central 3. The first is Illuminate Baked In. The second is that uh, the, this is kind of Facebook plus name together. It's both scope and organization. The idea being that uh, Classroom 2.0 is really about the use of Web 2.0 in the classroom. 25,000 educators gathered around uh, this single topic. And if you start another Ning network for another, and there are many great ones that have been started, they don't really tie together well. So what Learn Central does is, is hopefully it creates a backdrop for everybody to join and then to create specialty interest groups within the larger community so that I could, uh, I could find somebody who had a, a curricular interest 
within that larger community and then start a group around that interest. And the groups are rich in features and functionality, <coughs> unlike Ning, where the group is kind of limited. And in Facebook, where groups feel to me like they don't really have full functionality and features. We, we hope that we have the Facebook-like scope, but the Ning-like capability of um, really having a, a customized group. And, and, and hopefully with tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or someday even millions of educators, that you will be very easily able to connect with others and find great opportunities for uh, sort of rapid innovation or sharing of material. And I'm not following the chat at all, so I apologize. <laughs> Someone's going to have to <clears throat> pull me back in. Okay, so establishing a network of colleagues, creating and joining groups, uh, discussion forums, blogs, chats, IMs, invite colleagues, uh, all should be um, a part of this ultimately. Okay, number three in the Learn Central 3, the LC3, is resource management. So this is, this is where the strength of Gaylene and Yahoo for Teachers is going to just be uh, a marvelous part of this network so that you can actually uh, post uh, lesson plans, learning content, um, documents, things that you would like to, to make available and share, and others can bring them in and put them in their own portfolio. And I'll show you how that works. Uh, we, we're not going to have time to do you know, a ton of drill down on that, but I'll at least